Before we get into today's episode of the pod, you guys have to subscribe because I'm looking at you and you're not subscribed to the channel yet and you have to hit the notification bell because you're not going to know when I post if you don't have notifications when I post. Make sure to like the video, you guys, so I know you guys are enjoying these episodes. Make sure to follow my social medias. I will pop them on the screen so you can stay up to date with everything to do with this podcast. And then don't forget to check out the Spotify version. The link will be in the description for that as well. Finally, I am a sports writer, so make sure to check out the take.sport.blog so you can read the best sports articles ever. You will not regret clicking that link. So make sure to click that link below. But let's go ahead and get into the today's pod, you guys. All right, guys, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Take Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Burleson, of course. And in today's episode, we're going to be, first of all, talking about my 1-0 Cubs. They just beat the Milwaukee Brewers 4 to nothing to open up the MLB regular season. Great start. Honestly, I liked what I saw from everybody on the team. This win was a complete team effort. We were just doing the little things great. And I think that is going to be our motto all season long. If we can do the little things great, we're going to be able to make some big-time plays come closer to the postseason time. Because I expect this Cubs team to be in the playoffs by the end of this year because we do have stars like Dansby Swanson. We do have stars like Cody Bellinger. And we also have a manager in David Ross who knows how to win World Series. He knows exactly what it takes, and he's going to be the perfect leader in that dugout to make sure everyone is on the same page, to make sure that everyone knows this is the expectation to win this season. Now, the pitching on the other side, Marcus Stroman, I think he's going to have a better year than he did last year, but, you know, We'll see what happens there. He got bailed out a couple times on some lucky uh, strike calls. I mean, the ball was way on the outside, and he got called for a strike. So we will see kind of what happens. I don't like Stroman's tendencies, though, because Marcus Stroman, he's a very easy pitcher to kind of predict. He does throw low a lot. He doesn't really throw a lot of high fastballs. I think he needs to start doing that a little bit more. But you can see the pitch clock is starting to affect him because he did have a pitch clock violation in this game. So for him to be able to take his time, that's not going to be able to happen. This is what you're kind of going to kind of see from a lot of these pitchers this year, because the pitch clock is going to affect the game and is going to affect the way that these pitchers pitch. Because you can't, you don't have a minute, or actually before, they didn't really have that much time. You could sit up there for like 90 seconds in between pitches and just kind of think about what you're going to do and now you got to be ready to go. You got to make a great pitch. And this is going to really see, you know, showcase how good pitchers truly are. And Marcus Stroman, honestly, I think we overpaid for him, in my opinion. I think the Cubs got a good pitcher, but he's not worth, you know, the amount of money that they did give him. I mean, they did give him over $150 million, which is not an appropriate amount for a guy who hasn't really dominated on the mound. Because Marcus Stroman, he is a tiny guy on that mound. 
I mean, he's not a huge guy. So, you know, it's going to take him some time to, you know, get used to this pitch clock as for everyone else. But it is opening day, and I can't wait to see, you know, the other pitchers we do have on this roster, like Jameis Italian. I think he's going to be a very big piece, and he's going to be a very important starting pitcher to us. I mean, he reminds me a lot of the way John Lester used to pitch on that 2016 World Series team. I mean, we signed him for a four-year, $68 million deal. He played lights out last season on the Yankees, made the playoffs, knows what it takes to be in the playoffs, to get to the playoffs. So for the Cubs, we have a lot of guys that we picked up this offseason that are going to be making big impacts right away because they do have experience and they are very good players. And I also like that we kept Kyle Hendricks because Kyle Hendricks, he has actually won a World Series. He has been a part of the team. And I like, you know, how this Cubs team is constructed. I mean, I like that we have David Ross at the helm, at manager. And then we also have Kyle Hendricks, who's a player that both won World Series on that 2016 team. So we got a guy at the manager position. We got a guy who is a pitcher who can lead this team. I love the leadership we have, but I also like, you know, the other guys that have come in like Dansby Swanson and Cody Bellinger. Because those two guys, they have experience winning World Series. They have experience being in big-time moments. Me needing to make a play when it matters. I mean, you have to be able to have guys like that to be able to make deep runs in the postseason. And I think the Chicago Cubs have what it takes to win a World Series. I really, really do. I mean, there's so much to look forward to. I mean, we have a lot of savvy veterans like Eric Hosmer who can come in, give us a base hit, plays well at first base. We also have Ian Happ. I love the way that Ian Happ hits the baseball. He's got an absolutely beautiful swing. I expect Ian Happ to have a breakout season this year. I think he's going to at least hit 30 home runs, and he's going to have a batting average closer to the 260 range. So expect Ian Happ to have a huge season this year. And Bellinger, I get it. Bellinger, you know, he struggled in his debut. I mean, he didn't have one hit on three at-bats. But that's okay. I'm not really concerned about that because I know he's going to start picking it up later in the season, and I know he'll get his groove later on. It is the first game. I'm not worried about anything. I am just happy to see us playing at an elite level right now because we need to be playing consistent baseball all season long that is all we can really be doing and it is a long season you know injuries do happen in 162 games one game is down one and oh on to the next one make this w proud cubs nation we got to get some w's we got to get back in the postseason it has been two years since we've been in the playoffs these last couple years have been you know not heartbreaking in a sense but we understand as cubs fans that it takes time to rebuild and it takes time to get back to this place. But, you know, in past years, we have had to wait forever to get to the rebuild process or, excuse me, get past the rebuild process because, you know, Theo Epstein liked to rebuild through the farm system, through the AAA, through the draft, which is a good way to do it. I mean, it's not a bad way to rebuild, but it just takes a lot longer. And I like the strategy of, you know, getting free agents, getting these guys to come in that know how to win. And, 
You know, the Cubs, I feel like we have that name that, oh, a player can look at it and say, we want to play here. I think Chicago and being a Cub in general is a great destination to win a World Series. I think we have a great culture. We want to win. We're always remaining competitive. Even if we don't make the playoffs, these last couple years, we have won 70 games. And I expect us to at least win 90 games this season. I think the Cubs, that's a reasonable expectation to at least win 90 games for us just because of the talent. And it takes a team effort. It takes a team effort. And we we don't have to be hitting home runs every single game. We don't have to be, you know, throwing strikeouts every single time. We just have to be able to throw it out at first. We got to be able to control that. We can't give up too many home runs. And we also, you know, not having the shifting in Major League Baseball is going to be to our disadvantage and to every single team's disadvantage because we're not going to be able to game plan as, you know, specifically on each individual hitter. So we're going to have to figure out different strategies that way. But that's every team. I mean, that's not just the Cubs. That's every team, you know, trying to figure it out. And the Cubs beat the Brewers. I get it. We beat them 4-0. But the Brewers, we know them. They are no cakewalk later in the season. They are always a tough out. They are never easy. We always have to work for every single W in this division. We have the Cardinals. The Cardinals are going to be a tough team to beat. That is the only team in this NL Central that I think can beat us is the Cardinals. The Cardinals have great pitching. The Cardinals have great hitting. They are as good as we are. So it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, how we play at the beginning of the season. Because, you know, I get it. April is not the most important part of the year. You know, we got to wait till, you know, July, August, the dog days, where we're going to be seeing what our team is really made out of. But to start the regular season, we play two more games against the Brewers. Then we play a stretch, a three-game stretch against the Reds. Then we're going to be going up against the Texas Rangers, who now have Jacob deGrom. That'll be very interesting to see how he is pitching against our lineup. Because my opinion, I think we have a very good lineup. From one to four, I mean, we've got starting at two, our second batter, we've got Dansby Swanson, Ian Happ, and then Cody Bellinger. That is a very good solid lineup there. But to kind of, you know, ramp off this end of April schedule, we've got the Rangers and then we've got the Manners. The Mariners are going to be a very good team this year. If people don't think the Mariners are going to be good, you're out of your mind. The Mariners really competed with the Houston Astros last season. Now, I get it. They got beat in the series pretty badly, but every single game was close. 7-6, 6-5, 4-5. Outcomes that were very, very close that could have altered the series either way. So those are not cakewalk teams. Then right after the Mariners, we have the LA Dodgers. Now the LA Dodgers are still a very good baseball team. They're never bad. They When was the last time the Dodgers were bad? They still got Freddie Freeman, who played with Dancy Swanson, who knows how to win a World Series. So that's what I'm saying. The Cubs have the key foundations to win a World Series. We have the experience. We have the young talent, and we also have, you know, 
just a complete team. I mean, our, I get it. We lost Wilson Contreras, one of the best catchers in the major leagues, to the Cardinals, which still makes me mad, but what are you going to do? But we have Jan Gomes, who is a very experienced catcher, and he has been in a lot of very key situations in the playoffs. I mean, his career has been, you know, quite interesting. I mean, he's had a lot of things that have happened in his career. He was in Cleveland for the World Series team. So he has literally played against the best Cubs team in the history of the Chicago organization. He was in Cleveland for multiple years on the Nationals around big-time stars like Bryce Harper. Then he was on the Oakland A's right after that. Now he comes to Chicago and last year he was on Chicago. You know, he played 86 games. Didn't play too bad. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm expecting a little bit more from him since, you know, we don't have Wilson Contreras. He's not going to have to be the guy. I mean, last season, Jan Gomes batted 235. He didn't play that bad. So, I mean, we'll see. But Wilson Contreras is a good hitter. But Jan Gomes is going to have to step it up hitting the baseball this year. And that's a fact. But I like the Cubs. I like our starting schedule. I think we're going to be a very dangerous team when it comes postseason time. Um, but to end the month of April, we got the Padres and then we got the Marlins. Now, the Padres, they are a very good baseball team. They've got Manny Machado. They've got a lot of dudes over there that can play. I mean, last year, they made it all the way to the National League Championship Series. I mean, they are a very good baseball team. Do not sleep on the Padres. And we have a, this is going to, I think early on, we're going to see what we're made of because at the beginning of the season, you know, you are healthy. You do have, you know, things going for you that wouldn't normally be happening in the middle of the season because health starts playing in big time at the end of these seasons. Big, big, big time. And you, you just got to, you know, for baseball, you got to be patient. Um, you know, you can't, you know, sit there and kind of, you know, get discouraged if things don't go your way right away. I mean, nothing's going to be perfect. I mean, we're not going to be perfect. Um, we're definitely going to lose a lot of games this year, but I expect us to win 90 games. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, the Cubs being competitive once again. And that's all we can want as Cubs fans. And, you know, we patiently waiting. We patiently waited for 2016 World Series. And now we're going to be waiting to be good this year, which I think is going to happen. A lot of expectations. Major League Baseball is going to be very exciting this year. The pitch clock, all the new rule changes are just going to have way more eyes on the baseball world during the regular season than any other season in Major League Baseball history. That is going to be a fact. More stolen bases. I mean, I'm just super, super excited for this season. I mean, this is the most anticipating year in MLB history. Simple as that. But let's go, Cubs. 1-0. But this is going to go ahead and do it for today's episode of the Take Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, make sure you give it a thumbs up. Uh, let me know what you guys think of this video in the comments. But I'm your host, Jackson Burleson, and you guys have a great rest of your day. Yeah. Talk to me, baby. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me nice. I'm from another world, baby, yeah. Right away, paradise. They think I'm way too cold, cause I put my heart up on 